0: Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers, and sometimes just like today, wrestlers. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Thanks for joining me. This past weekend was the Whittlesea Community Festival, where I played with the Passouts, my band. I'd like to thank Frank Kappa and Frank Zamet, the two Franks, for joining me on Sunday and putting on a tight set for the community. That was a rad day. What else is going on? Uh, we're on our way to episode 50, Sizzlers, uh, of Art of During a Half Century, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I wasn't sure how far I'd take the podcast when I started it, but uh, if you had told me this uh, this time last year that I would have interviewed 50 bands and musicians, I would have found it very hard to believe, especially as the show is produced, edited and created completely by myself every week. But um, there you go. We're almost there. Episode 50 is on the horizon. What else is going on? Uh, it's my birthday today. If you're listening when this podcast drops on Tuesday, March 19th, you can wish me a happy birthday. If you if you know me or if you want to reach out on the old Art of Touring Instagram or Facebook page, send old mate a birthday wish. I would appreciate it. And, uh, you know... You you can think of me today, especially because it's parent-teacher interviews today. How lucky am I that my birthday sits most years on parent-teachers. Lucky me. This week on the podcast, I caught up with Blake Johnston, a.k.a. Mr. Big. Blake is a professional wrestler, and he tells an awesome story during the interview about how when he was growing up in WA, he was riding a three-wheeler, and uh, through the streets of his hometown, and the police stopped him. And you will not believe what happens next, so stick around. For that story, Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. And remember, Art of Touring is part of the A of Green Podcast Network, and you can check out all the other awesome podcasts on their network at au. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on The Simpsons, and then once they're dropped off at Jimbaroo, put Art of Touring back on. Now let's take a moment to hear this week's sponsor. Episode 48 of The Art of Touring is brought to you this week by The Pool Room. Did you just have a Father's Day bash at your place with the family? Get a bunch of special items you'd like to display, then head straight to the pool room where only the best are kept in the Kerrigan house. Steve gave it to Dad for Father's Day. That's something our family prides itself on. Presents.
1: Come on, don't Even don't though none of us have a real lot of money, we love giving each other presents.
0: He got a rod and reel from Trace. A rod and reel. I gave him a new muzzle. A muzzle. Wayne sent him an ashtray he'd made in prison shop. An ashtray? But I don't smoke. (laughs) And Mum, well, Mum got him a big German beer mug from Franklin Mint. Dad couldn't believe his eyes. It was too good to even drink beer out of.
1: I'd like to do pottery.
0: Oh, you should. You'd
1: be good at it. This is going straight to the pool room.
0: All Dad's most prized possessions are in the pool room. All his mementos and things that remind him of something special. So by him saying it was going straight to the pool room meant he thought it was special that is a collector's item. Just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wushka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wushka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with Blake, I'd like to share with you some audio of Blake dealing with a heckler at a live wrestling event. Check this out. Oh, what a burn. And now let's hear from the man himself, Mr. Big, Blake Johnston. Welcome everybody. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. It is an absolute stinker here in Melbourne today. So hot. So I've moved the studio into the family room again. It is beautiful in here. Fantastic conditions for a podcast. And tonight I am joined by Blake Johnston, Mr. Big Professional Wrestler. How are you, Blake?
1: I am great, man. It's Great to finally be here and yes. finally actually doing this podcast now. <laughs> We've I'm, had I'm some really, scheduling I'm really issues. i really looking forward to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, I think you. we started talking about a month ago and we were exchanging dates and, oh, this won't work for me, that won't work for me, but we made it happen and now um, we get to sit down and have a chat.
1: Oh, mate, I've I've been gearing for it for a whole month. So <laughs> That's it's it. like, <laughs> finally, Christmas is here. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Oh, there you go. So, Blake, mate,
0: where where are you from? Where did you grow up?
1: I'm originally from um, Western Australia, uh, WA, um, a little town called Albany, uh, yep. four hours from Perth right down on the coast there. Um, it has the original uh, whaling stations there still. Um, great little town, but not much opportunity to think outside the box. Mm. Um if you if you wanted to get into horticulture culture or like cooking or something like that, yeah, you would be great. Right, anything outside of the box, you're useless. Uh, um, okay, but it was it it was a great town to be brought up in. It was such a gorgeous place um, because it was back in the nineties that I was raised there, and you could get away with anything back yes. in the 90s. Like, yes. no one was. No one was like, ooh, you can't do You know, ooh. Like, <laughs> we used to ride, I used to ride a three-wheeler. Oh, like really? The, the motorcycle.
0: Yeah. A, tri- a trike,
1: is it? They, th- that thing used yeah. to just fang at daylight. out. So I used to trash it. Yeah. And it was like, no, nah, I can still go, don't worry about it. And, mm. I, and I remember, we were down a bush track and we came out to a main road. And... The coppers came. Yeah. And they drove past us. And so we're sitting there going, oh, bugger, we're done. Yeah. They turned back and they're like, boys, is that a three-wheeler? And we're going, yeah. (laughs) You think we can have a ride on it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm just going... Yeah, 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 go for it! You know, of like course. thinking I'm not in trouble. This is great, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both jump on it and they're <laughs> having like a real swing and stuff. And the greatest thing is, they come back and they're like, "How often do you guys do this?" Sure. And we go, we, we try once a week to like go down to the beaches, but if we can't, we we go through these dirt tracks. Yeah. And they go, oh, okay. I think we're on next week. <laughs> do, do you mind if we come back and try it again? And we're like, yeah, sure, no worries. Of and and they, this was the best thing to go. But next time, I mean, we really don't care, but next time at least look like you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I no problem. And no I, had, problem. I brought, just for a laugh, yeah. one of them old yellow helmets that they like used to have hat. for the bikes, you know. Oh, one of those, yeah, and yeah. And they're like, we like that. That's no worries. Yeah. And so three weeks in a row, these same cops came to dr- to drive this three-wheeler. With you and guys. the best thing about it, we were nearly running out of petrol yeah. in one thing. Oh, well, we can't have this. So they went up and brought petrol for us <laughs> and they came back. And we said, look, because you brought the petrol, you can have a fair whack on it. Yeah, yeah. And they've gone... Oh, you th- oh, this is great. You yeah, know? yeah. And then and then the best thing, they come back, they're in their uniform, they wipe all the dirt off themselves. All right, boys, have a safe day. See you later. See you later. Straight no back in.
0: Straight back into character. <laughs> I love how they said, can you at least look like you're wearing your helmet? Yeah. It's like what I say when my, because I'm a music teacher and the kids aren't doing any work, I go up to them sometimes like, can you at least look like you're doing your work? So if the principal walks past, I don't get stitched up. That's you, know? It. That's you know what it. I mean?
1: <laughs> Come on, mate. Just like, let's like, at least put your head down and you yeah, yeah. your reading or something. Exactly. But yeah, I was yeah, I was raised in Albany, and it was just it was a great great little place to yeah. just live. But any brothers or sisters or yeah, you just I I always knew I wanted something bigger in life. I always knew that. There was more, I wanted more, I always wanted more in, in life. Yeah. And I used to be the most, even though I was the only little person in the town, mm. I always coloured my hair and I, always, I was always different mm. compared to the normal country kid. Sure. And they would look at you like you're a freak, you're a weirdo. Yeah. But I was so comfortable in being that completely different. Yeah, and so yeah, that's why I took the chance in going to Melbourne, coming right. to
0: Melbourne. And how old were you when you did move down here? I was seventeen. Okay, I so just you did left primary school, gen- and- yeah?
1: I just left school. Yeah, and I thought, because my thing was, if you could, if I couldn't make it in Melbourne, mm. I'd go back and just go get the normal. Job Everyday or job, yeah, yeah. But I just, I really wanted to crack at it. Yeah. I really wanted to have a go at uh, making life better than than what what you've been told you should be doing. Right, you know? right. Because when when you're in the country, they are going, look. This is your this is your prospects, yes. and they're not that big. Yeah. So I was always taught you got to create your own opportunities create your own you know mm. success yeah so that's why i thought well i've heard so much about melbourne not a lot of good things but <laughs> yeah we wa used to wa people just bag the daylights out of victorians for some reason. Right, they're yeah. all arrogant they're all ah. stuck up you know yeah, uh, yeah so i went and yeah i've never i i've lived here for over Just over 20 years now. Oh, there you go. And so everything I said I was going to do, I I had done. Yeah. And I was so glad that I took that chance to do it because most people don't take the chances. Yeah. And then they sit there and say, like, 20 years' time going, what if? Mm. What if I had tried it? What if I had gone down that road? Mm. I'd rather just fail. Let's yeah. just let's just fail, because you can get back up mm. and go do something else. Yeah, but at least you've tried. At least
0: you've tried, man.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my mindset. Yeah. Did you grow up watching wrestling as well? Or? Yeah, man. Yeah. I the funny story was, um, I was in year two, um, and I was only six years old at mm-hmm. the time. I think yeah, six, mm. and I had a cousin down from Perth. And he was a huge wrestling fan, huge wrestling fan. Mm. And I came home one day, and he was he was there, and he had hired the old video shops, you know, used to hire the tapes and stuff. Oh yeah. And he hired, uh, I think it was SummerSlam '90. Oh wow. And it was, I think it was Rick Rick Rude and Warrior. going for the the title in the steel cage. Yeah. Now, I didn't know their names or anything. So I walked in. I'm like, what's this? And my cousin's like, oh, it's wrestling. It's pro wrestling. This is, you know. And I looked at it, and I'm sitting there watching these two big fellas beating the daylights out of each other over a gold belt. (laughs) And I'm... in what world does that happen? Like, yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, this is like boxing or something. But yeah. Like more the grab actual. each other. And, yeah. You know. And then I watched the rest of the tape because I rewound it and watched the rest. And I'm sitting there going, these guys are freaks of, mm. of nature, really. Their bodies are just nothing that you would see in everyday life. You're jacked. And yet they're getting cheered. And when I go to school, I get bullied mm. for having my body, mm. and I'm going. These guys are cool because, cause, I mean, back in the '80s, you had every different type of body that you could possibly think of. Yeah, you had Andre. Andre. You had the you know great Andre mm. who was larger than life, and yeah, you know they kept saying on the microphone, oh, "Andre, the giant." And you thinking? I oh, must be just tall but no he was a, he was a giant yeah and then these these outrageous personalities of uh, macho man Randy Savage the warrior Hulk Hogan um, even the managers like your Jimmy Hart's and your Bobby the brains and stuff mm. and you sit there going, they're getting cheered for for their body yeah this would be something I would love to do Wow right. And then obviously, yeah, watched on. Mm. Um, and then you went from that era to the the Attitude Era. Yeah. And then that just kicked my passion up so much because they were like, it, "This is this is this is what I wish wrestling was ages ago." Sure. Now it's what it should be. Mm. And you know, every every week, Austin and McMahon were doing something, or you know, and it was like. Yeah, stick it. Because I was going to school and I was like, imagine if I walked up and gave the principal like a stunner or something. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. how cool would I be at school? Yeah, you know? yeah, And like, it was that type of like... Product at the time. You know, yeah. and then like during high school, I was actually... Um, developing, and I didn't even realise this until year's later, mm. I was actually developing um, the Mr. Big character. Right. And I didn't even know, like, you don't know, because people were laughing at me, right? Mm. So I came up with this thing where, well, why don't I laugh at me too mm-hmm. so I can laugh with them? Right. And then I could turn it off when I get home. Yeah. Right? And so I was like, yeah, like a, like a wrestling character. Yes. And then it's like, yeah, then I got it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, and people are like, Blake's laughing at himself. What an idiot. But that's kind of funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so, yeah. And so wrestling got me through the most toughest times, you know, because you would go into that world yeah. of, oh, well, I could shut everything out mm. and I could watch these guys and these guys are brilliant. The They're fantasy. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, that fantasy world, you mm. know, like someone who likes, you know, their their computer games or you yeah. know, they go into that world and Yeah, stuff.
0: man. Same thing, you know. It's 100% the same thing.
1: And so, yeah, that's when I got into it. That's when yeah. I, yeah. Really got into it. Mum and Dad thought I was lunatic, but because um, <laughs> I would come out and mimic some of the some of the stuff and that. And yeah. Then Dad started watching it, and he he was like, "There were certain people. He was like, God, I hope they cop it. I hope they cop it. Yeah, you know, blah yeah, blah blah.' He blah. Would really root I for hope people. they cop it. You yeah, know? yeah. And I remember Austin gave China. Stunner once Yeah And he goes Oh Finally That tart Finally got what she deserved <laughs> And all this And I, I'm looking at him going I thought you didn't like that stuff And she I I, I don't But I'm glad she copped it You know <laughs> so They'd and sucked him in And he didn't this, even realise You're so sucked in dad Yeah You know you are And he's like No No just I just want this woman to cop it You know <laughs> he, he, goes, he goes Where else can you see a guy Give this chick a stunner and yeah, and not get charged for it, or you know, exactly. And, and I'm like, okay, it's so like when any,
0: anyone ever says, Oh, I don't like that person, it's like, Well, do you not like them because they're a bad worker and they're just a pathetic wrestler, or you do not like them because you're meant to not like yeah. them? Yeah, like take someone like Baron Corbin, one of the new guys, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really like him. And then I was thinking about it the other day, I'm like, He's doing his job perfectly. I'm not oh, yeah. mental like that guy. He's still wrestling in that suit and he's not even yeah. the manager anymore. And, it's and perfect.
1: It's, and, and I mean like is that's the thing. It's like what well, well, why do you is it because they remind you of someone in general life? Yeah. You know, like that person that you've always wanted to punch see, in the face You know, like give it to him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now someone's you you've lived vicariously through someone. And they've given it to him. Yeah, know? yeah. That's the beauty about professional and, wrestling. That,
0: oh, yeah. The fans of it don't really
1: understand that They just they look at it. Going, what is either, this junk? Yeah. It's like anything. I think. Yeah. When you have a passion for something, it's like, it's like either you know it or you you don't. Yeah. And it's just it's it's just that simple, black mm-hmm. and white. That's like, it, man. It's either it's either you're the like, you're the biggest footy fan of all time, or you're just not. Yeah. Or you're the you know like like you 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 understand art, but then people don't. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, look, I, I I'm a music teacher, as I said before, and I do this thing with my year sevens and year eights. When I first meet them, I've got a little profile, and I ask them, "What's your favourite style of music?" And some of them go, "I oh, like hip hop or rap or whatever." And then I'll go, "Who's your favourite artist?" Nine times out of ten, they go, oh, "I don't have one," and I'm like, "What?" When I was a kid, if I liked music, I would want to know everything about what I was listening to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then I was like, hang on a minute. That's that's not their interest. Say their interest is AFL. See, like I have no interest in AFL. Yeah, yeah. right. And they could tell me every single player. Yeah, I couldn't tell you one player. No, that's even right. on the team that I go for. Yeah, like, yeah, go yeah. for. You know what I mean? So then, and then I was like, okay, I get it now. Like, just because you like something, doesn't mean you have yeah, to. Yeah, you fully on into it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I
1: get that too. Like, yeah, yeah. And, it, and but you find it frustrating. You do, like, yeah, you can't How help could it. you not study this stuff, you know? <laughs> how could you not like you this? You like it, but you don't study it? Yeah, that's it. Oh,
0: that's fantastic, man. And so you come down to Melbourne, you're 17 years old, and um, where did you start training to be a wrestler?
1: Right, so it took a couple of years, yep. obviously, because um, I was trying to find my feet in Melbourne, um, coming from a place where everybody knows you yeah. to a place that no one gives you a Rats behind about you Sure <laughs> And and I love that That's what I loved about Mel. That's what I fell in love with Melbourne Yeah Because no one gave it Rats behind No one wanted to know About your business No Like in the country town Everybody knows Everything about you uh, And it, it, There's no privacy Right You come here And no one cares That's it man Because it's like Is it affecting my life? No Well I don't care Yeah And it's like Oh my god, that's great! Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I actually love that. You know, yeah, yeah. So it took me a couple of years to to, to get around Melbourne and yeah. to understand Melbourne. Yeah. I think I was 23, 23. Um, uh, I made the call. I I I was at a stage of my life where nothing was happening. Like yeah. there was there was nothing happening. You weren't working, or anything? and 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 I was like, this is my Opportunity now yeah. to maybe go do wrestling, right? And I thought you had to go to America to go do it. I had, I had never heard anything of Australian wrestling. No. And what year was this? Can I ask?
0: Oh, when you were 23? it was
1: fifteen years ago. Oh, okay, so early noughties, like like oh four, early oh four. Okay, right. Yeah. So I Google Google had. Thank God for Google. And PCW rocked up. Right. And it's, you know, make this phone call about training. Sure. So I'm like, okay. And I t- took a couple of days. Cause yeah. I thought, oh, you know, because you have that feeling of, like it wasn't the feeling of failing. It was a feeling of, well, if I do it and I fail, I know how it works. Yeah. Does that take away my bro? Like, do I respect the wrestlers afterwards? Right. You know? Yeah. Does that take it all away from me? Take the magic away a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, do you really want to take that away from yourself? Huh. And I thought, no, stuff it. Yeah. Because, you know, I I bet you most uh, wrestlers who started like that, Mm. like, oh, you know, Gotta take the magic away. Yeah. So I rang up. Funniest story. Rang up. And, um, hello, PCW. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm just wondering. Um, I, I want to do the training. Yeah, mate. And I, I I, had rung up on a Sunday night. Okay. And they go, rock up on a Wednesday. Yes. And that's it, your first training. Cool. Uh, I've got a quick question. Yeah mate. Um you ever trained a little guy before? Excuse me. I said like a dwarf. Like a like a dwarf. And there was dead silence and I'm going Have I said something wrong? And he goes Are you a dwarf? Yeah. And I said yeah. Oh well He goes you can come on a Tuesday and I said, hang on I thought I was meant to come on a Wednesday he goes, No, 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 no one's around on a Tuesday I would love to sit down and talk to you And see What we Because there's never been a little guy yes. In Australia that's ever done it Wow And I've just gone, oh, okay He goes, so can you rock up on a Tuesday? Tuesday. And their fa- they're Factory at the time Their facility was down at Danny Nock mm-hmm. at the time. And I said, Yeah, I can rock up, no problem, right? And I'm sitting there and it and it felt like a job interview, like leading up to it, it's like, well, you know, I hope they like me. Should, yeah. should I cut my hair? Should I, you know, trim my beard, you know, should yeah. I do all this blah blah blah. Should I dress nice or you know Sure. And I've always been a person, no, just, just go in as yourself. Yeah. And if they like you they'll take, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I rocked up and I met um Ken Rock, uh, owner of PCW. Yes. And Does he still own it now? Yeah, he's yeah. still yeah. He Yeah, after all these years he's still going. Oh, he's mm. amazing. Um but he yeah, over the years, yeah, had some help and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, Ken Ken's really endured. So much, um, so yeah. I met Ken and yeah. his wife, and they were like, "Yeah, we never really had a little person come through." And, sure. And I've gone, okay. So what? What would be the difference with the the training? Nothing. 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 They said even if you can't wrestle, you would be an attraction. Yeah. You would be something. Yeah. You know? And I said, cool, and they said, How confident are you? I said, I can work a microphone. And they said, well that's that's half of it chopped up. Yeah. And then they said, Look, we really want you let's let's get going with it. Yeah. And so yeah, I took the craziest thing was, I was so green back in the day. I was because my feeling was I, I was never taught sit and wait. And then wait for your turn to come. Right. Right. I rang, I heard these shows were coming up. I rang up Ken going, Well, how are you going to use me? <laughs> he goes, What do you mean? Yeah. I said, I could use a microphone. Yeah. How are you going to use me? Yeah. And he's gone, Oh, okay. Um, and I, I was never taught the, the, you know, like the unwritten rules of wrestling. So he's like, Oh, he goes, well, we have this storyline about uh, we need a new commissioner. Huh. And he goes, you might be perfect for this at the moment. Ah. Nice beautiful. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we had done a um, country tour before that. Mm-hmm. We did a warnable and a... I forgot the other place. Anyway... Um during that time I got to work with uh as a manager. I worked managers and I got to work with uh George the hitman Julio. Legend, absolute legend. And he t- he taught me everything yes. about uh when when to look good, when to not to look good, you know. Yeah. Get the crowd going and all that.
0: Is, is he the trainer down in Sunshine? Sunshine, yes. Yeah, yeah. I just met I met him yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Jul- yeah.
1: Jul- he, he's <clears throat> like, to me, you put him up not next to, but close to a Mario Milano. Right. You know what I mean? He's, he's trained so many people. Yeah. And he's done such a good job. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, So he was training me during these shows, right? And I'm like, wow, this is like, this is incredible. You know, I'm getting this basic free training, you know, through a legend. Yeah, who who really should be wiping the floor with me, but he's making me look good. And I'm just like, oh, this is, you know. Very great. grateful, yeah. So that was my first bit of business with the wrestling. Mm. Were you actually
0: wrestling at that time? or yeah, just? Ma- yeah. Oh, you were actually in the ring? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually in the ring. And yeah. they, were,
1: they were like, you know, I know you can't do much at the moment because you're just training. Yeah. But even if you do the things, that crowd is going to go ape. Yeah. Oh, God, okay. So there was a spot where I had to low blow George and clothesline him. And the crowd just went ape. They went ballistic. <laughs> they would have loved it. And I thought I only did two moves. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, that's all you wanted. That's all you need. That's all you need to do. Less is more. Less is you more. Know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And I learned from that moment less was more with yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then um, we finally got back into the routine of the shows. hmm. And obviously no Melbourne Folk had seen me, right, and so PCW had advertised Mister Big, right. The name Mister Big, funny story. We were in a car, and um, they were we were like, okay, what what should we call you? Sure, and and the name Little Caesar came up. Ah, and I said, nah, that, that won't sell. Yeah, and I was being a bit of a smart ass at the time. I said, oh, what about Mister Bigo? And the car stopped and mm. the guy who was driving was like, that's it. That's it. You're Mr. Big. Yes. He goes, they will advertise you thinking that you're a seven foot bugger <gasps> and you will walk out. Yes. That's how we're going to do it. That's
0: a great give And
1: that's that's what happened with the first ever Roeville ever did. There you go. They, they had, Mr. Big is coming, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So they had... At the time, they were doing shows at the Polish House down at Roeville and it was it was packed. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! You know, like, here we oh, go. This a big show. Um, I walked out. He, you know, here's Mister Big, and they left it for thirty seconds, and they go, okay, go, go, go. So I walk out, and the crowd went just ape because they're, <laughs> here's they're all thinking all oh, this foot, and then I. Oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And so, yeah, that's how the Mr. Big career Persona came started. Up. Yeah. And so for a year, I would only do microphone and a little bit of physical work. Sure. And then eventually after a year, they gave me my first match. Yes. And it was like- As Mr. Big. So when you walked out, you didn't even wrestle no, yet.
0: No. It was just mic work. Just mic work. Fantastic. So I
1: had built- the character up yeah. for one year. Before
0: you'd even before stepped Before I even
1: wrestled. Yeah. And so the bonus was, what, he could actually wrestle? As well. Oh, my God, he wrestles. Oh, this is great. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So crowds, yeah, because I hadn't it. seen anything like it before, mm. the crowds were like, oh, this is something different. Yeah. You're like, yeah, we're getting great matches, but... Seeing, like, a little guy versus, like, a big guy. This is this is different. How is it going to work? Yeah. How is he going to put him down and stuff? So, yeah, it was... Mm. Yeah, I was yeah, I was very green at the start. Sure. I was like, put me on the shows. I'm available. Let's go. Yeah. And, and poor Ken's like... Uh, I do not get it. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're getting it. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. You're going to put me on the show. He's... Yeah, all right. Okay. They even had a um, show... It was so funny. Leading up to this commissionership stuff, Mm. they had uh, my very own show. They had like Midget Mania, Mm. right? And so it was like a pay-per-view named after you. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, I've only been here for four months and you name this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sells. Don't worry about it, you know? Okay. I, I can see all the boys in the back like thinking... Oh, my God, I have worked my ass so hard. <laughs> I'm trying to get booked. Did you just walk in and get booked already? You know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, boys, sorry. Yeah.
0: But no, yeah. So- well, I was actually listening to um, a wrestling podcast today and they were talking about the, um, the professional sportsmen that come in to do tryouts for the yeah. WWE versus the workers, the, the boys, the brothers, and and how they get given opportunities just like, you know, well, whether or not they get signed or not is another thing, yeah. but they still get that spot. And they're like, well, why do they get a spot when they've just been, you know, doing their professional sports for however long? I've been working for 7, 10, yeah, 11 yeah, yeah. years or whatever. And at the end of the day, they were like, look, you, you can't think like that. You have to be like, everyone's in this game for a different reason. Yeah.
1: You,
0: just because you're a massive wrestling fan and you've been doing that for so long doesn't mean that the guy who's, you know, dedicated his life to football or basketball or whatever yeah. doesn't deserve a spot as well, and, and, you know? At the
1: end of the day with wrestling, it's, it's putting bums on suits. Yeah, man. And if your character can't put bums on seats, yeah. it's, it's, it's an unfair business, yes. Mm. But they're always going to push someone who can put bums on seats.
0: That's it, man.
1: And that, and at the end of the day, yes, it's just the way it is. It's the way it is. It's just the way. Like, you feel sorry for the person who is trying, who's who, who's nearly got it but not getting it. Yeah. And then you just sit there, you go, well, the promoters have got to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, they, they've got to pay their rent or their... the whatever sure so what how are we going to do that well we're going to book the people who could put bums on seats yeah
0: and we were talking earlier about the parallels of music and um and wrestling and it's the same thing with bands like you could want to be the biggest band in the world all you want but if you're not pulling crowds in organically because you're such great musos then why would a booker put you on on their bill you know oh, or their it. festival
1: or whatever you know that's it. It's the you, same you thing could've... You got to think you, yeah you just got to th- you got to think your character your wrestling character mm. is a business yeah it's an actual business you've got to pull people in you've got to make them want to come back you got to yeah. make them want to you know be a part of the the shows and stuff especially and- in
0: Australia in Melbourne like it blows me away how many now in 2019 how many promotions there are I know. Oh my god! Like when you first started, were there this many promotions? There was promotion? only like
1: three, right? We we had PCW, yes. We had the NAW, yes, and we had PWA, right. And now it's you know you got MC, you got us, you got PCW, NAW still, you got a couple other little promotions. But they're all the, the greatest thing about them. It feels like the territory days yeah to be honest like so pcw sticks to their area yeah naw sticks to their area mcw sticks to their area Mm. no one goes into each other's backyard which is which is a good thing
0: well it makes sense because those people who live in those areas get to see the best of australian wrestling in their backyard and then the next week they're in another territory another town yeah putting on a similar show but they didn't you know it's not like you're going to travel five hours to go Mm. to that show as well you can just you know when they come when Absolutely. the wrestling when the circus circus comes to town, yeah, you go check it
1: out. Circus is here, come and see us. <laughs> it, no, no, I I yeah. I like the fact that there are uh, a lot more promotions because it gives a lot more talent. Yeah, out there, um, chances to to put their craft.
0: Yeah, an opportunity. Mm.
1: The the only problem I have is, and it's not it's not. Going people or anything, it's just uh, it's it's like the only problem I have is when you have a first time fan mm. go into a wrestling show, mm. and the show could be really bad. Right? Yeah, and then we get all like. Oh, well, if this show is bad, the rest of them must be terrible. Yeah, you, you have like had a, a good experience. Like a, like a taxi driver, really. Yeah. Like a taxi, you, you can have that one bad taxi driver <laughs> and you go, oh, well, the rest of them must be rubbish. Yeah, man. Exact same thing with wrestling. With wrestling yeah. Right? And I'm not saying that there's, there's rubbish promotions out there because I know all the promotions try their their butt off to... Mm. Give the best show out there Yeah But over the years There have been Terrible promotions And they've You know They've had the first time fan And they've First time fans Just Yeah Wrestling Yeah Yeah, Australian wrestling You know And so You gotta think You know Fans Don't have to come and see you Mm. They can stay at home Yeah They can watch free TV Yeah You gotta make them wanna Come, come out yeah actually so leave their house when when these little promotions start up you just sit there and go please please don't make it bad <laughs> for the rest of us <laughs> don't ruin it don't ruin us." there you go but I know deep down inside they're trying their best it's yeah, just yeah yeah maybe maybe your heart's in the right spot but maybe it's just mm. not the right thing yeah man for, for the sake of the business for the sake of the business not the right thing not the right yeah. thing so um,
0: you create this character unbeknownst to you because they wanted to call you Little Caesar, and then you turn around and go Mister Big, and then it just sticks. You promote it; they promote it. You promote it for a year, and you finally step in the ring. You start wrestling. Um, what was that? Fir- those first few years like actually getting to wrestle after the, the whole year of, of um, you know just mic- oh my mic-ing it? My God,
1: there's no. This is something you wanted to do your whole life. Yeah, man, it's like. It's like that first day of school. Yeah. You're just like, oh, how am I going to go? Am I going to make friends? Am I, <gasps> you know? Yeah. It's like your first match. You go, is the crowd going to get it? Am, am I going to be liked? Am I going to be, you know, oh, he's terrible and whatnot. Mm. Um, so the first, I mean, to be honest, I was so blessed for the first couple of years. Yes. Because I had storylines where I didn't have to wrestle each week. Yeah they they just made me wrestle maybe here and there. Right. So you didn't take that magic away from it. But at the same time, they got I got the most greatest thing that ever happened uh to my wrestling career. They brought back they brought Mario Milano back in. Wow. As a as like um a commissioner. Yeah. But he managed me when I did the the matches. Yes. So I was managed by Mario Milano in my third year
0: of wrestling.
1: And how many wrestlers could say, like, I was I was managed like when Batista got managed by Flair? You know? Yeah, yeah. Evolution, or, or you know, they had that. When Vader was uh, managed by Harley Race back in WCW. Right. How good that would have been. Mm. It felt the same. Yeah. You know, here I am with this this icon of Australian wrestling. Yeah. He's walking out with me. All his old fans are there mm. because they're like, oh, it's Mario. You know? <laughs> Plus, the new fans are starting to learn. About him,
0: bit of the heritage, and yeah. realize what he's done.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was such a privilege and honor. That's I mean, cool. He was funny. I got to admit, he was f- Backstage, he was funny. He, mm. he, he'd, uh, he had these one liners, you know. So you'd be in a backstage, and you, wrestlers are like, "There's, there's no, they don't have really great vocabulary, so." <laughs> You know, sometimes every second word's f this or you know. Sure, Mario would come in. Hey, don't swear. And you'd be like, okay, Mario, and then he'd go, good, because if I come back here, I'll take your head off. <laughs> and, you know, and just and stuff like that. Yeah, and when just he was messing co- with you. When he, when he was commissioner, he if he had a if he had enough of the you, hey you, I find you. One thousand (gasps) dollars, right? And you'd be like, "I make a thousand bucks. Like, where, where am I gonna get this thousand bucks from?" You know. (laughs) And he comes backstage and he goes, "That was funny. Aha! You should have seen your face." (laughs) 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 Okay, Mario. Thank you. He is love messing with you. But Mario, yeah, Mario would tell the old stories about him and and like what he what he used to go overseas and stuff. Yeah. And it was stuff that you just you took like I gotta I took granted for a while. Yeah, it was like, oh okay, Mario, like I can get to see Mario again. Sure. But now you look back on it, you go, God, I got you know, I got to hang with Mario, you know, unbelievable, this is great. Yeah, man. So yeah, I was by that third year I was so blessed, Mm. you know. And like only, it's it's uh, it's only like what wrestlers dream of to have sure. that that name right beside you walking out with you going, mm. okay, you know. And then sometime Mario would slap on the, his um, abdominal stretch from time to time, his, his old finisher. Yeah. And the crowd would just go ape. And you would be sitting back going, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Just a simple move like that. Yeah. And people were going, ape, you know? And sometimes Mario would apply it like a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. And you can see the guy in the, in the stretch going, get me out. <laughs> 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 nah, mate. You're all good. Don't yeah, worry good. about it. <laughs> Let Mario do his thing. Yeah. You'll be fine Let tomorrow. Let Mario do his thing, mate. You know? Yeah, the people are loving and, it. And so, yeah, it was I? I was so blessed with. With that mm. So the first couple of You've got to think Like now First couple of years I got to work with George Julio Yes And then my manager was Mario There's
0: nowhere here to go but down Because you've already yeah, Hit yeah, the mate. peak <laughs> It's like
1: It's like working from the top And just Going from the top from there Yeah yeah And it was just, it's just, Yeah I was Just so I look back on it now And I'm like so grateful Yeah man like, And it's just like stuff that you just wish young wrestlers could could work with now yeah you know what i mean so yeah i by that third year with matches and stuff mario would come out Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't come out always because it would take if we had like a serious thing to put across yes we'd say oh no mario you just sit back you just relax and yeah yeah. when he gets pummeled you come out and do you think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You you tell me. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Bye. No worries. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was I was so blessed. I was so blessed those and first so couple of years. What was your um, finisher? Short stack stunner. So it's like the stone cold stunner. Oh so yeah. Well, basically, what it is is, um, depending if the ref is looking or not. Yeah. So if the ref's looking, headbutt to the gut. Yes. They go down. Booyah! Bang. Um if I really don't like like them, low blow Booyah. And then it's then the right. short stacks down. Um so that's that's my finisher. Yeah. You still um, use that now? Yeah, I still use it. Yeah. I also use because um, I used to love him back in the day. I used to I do the, the dusty spot dusty roads punches and elbows. Ah. So the yes, three yes, punches yes, and yes. the elbow. Love that. Love doing it because the crowd gets all into it. Yeah, you're like oh, bang, and they're like great pop. <laughs> so yeah, I, I use that too.
0: Fantastic, and um, so yeah, you you. I, I actually have a little bit of experience with PCW um, because a band that I was in um, up until a few months ago. I wrote a song about Mick Foley um, and it was called, the song was called Mrs. Foley's baby boy. And it was, you know, I put all the things on because he's my favorite. So I put all the things about McFoley in there, and so I, I had this idea: like, I want to do a wrestling themed film clip to go along with the song. Um, and the, the lads were on board. They're like, "Sweet, we're going to go to PCW. We're going to get trained, and um, just so that we can, when we do the film clip, we don't look like complete muppets. Idiots. Like we yeah, can actually yeah, yeah, yeah. try and lay some punches in yeah, and yeah. run the ropes and blah 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 blah. But unfortunately, um, um, we got trained by um, Tricky. Yeah, have you ever worked with tricky? best trainer?
1: Yeah, my best friend. Oh best wow! Best friend. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Best trainer. He um he was him and uh, a guy by the name of Daniel Swagger mm-hmm. uh, went to America mm. and was trained by a man by the name of Rip Rogers. Mm-hmm. Now Rip is sort of one of the greatest information giver of all time. Yes. All right. He's just written a book. Um, Chucky's got it, and I'm trying to get it off him because it's like a Bible to wrestling. Mm. Um, and Rip Rogers had been... He he was the greatest enhancement person, mm. and he had worked with everybody that was possibly everybody. He had worked with, like, a young Owen Hart. He had worked with all the Hart brothers. Um, he had worked WWE, WCW, mm. and he, he was the greatest... Enhancement guy mm-hmm. of all time, and so Tricky was trained by him. Yeah, and even Tricky obviously knew a bit before that. Mm-hmm. Went to America, came back, and brought that back. Ah, and it was—it's like it's just pure gold. Yeah, and yeah. And the way Tricky um, trains people—yes, it's—it's so. It's too difficult not to get. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just simplifies it for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, he'll he'll say, okay, here's A, here's B. Mm-hmm. He ha- here's how you get to it. Yes, and that's how easy it is, you know. Mm. Um, but some people, yeah, I, I think some people can't take tricky the person to tricky the trainer. Right. So they see the person and yeah. Triggy's one of the, like, the greatest guys of all time. Funny, you know. Yeah, he's great. Can, can rev you up a bit, you know. Can <laughs> Oh, there's times I've wanted to smack him out. <laughs> but the trainer is a completely different person. Yeah, man. Because he's in there. You, he's, your life is in his hands because mm. you, he's training you how to be safe. Yeah. So people don't get the fact that he's a completely different person as a trainer. That's right. Um, and so when they finally come training, they're like, hey, Tricky, hey, let's get going. Let's do it now. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. But yeah, no, Tricky is one of the, I, I mean, after George, I would I would say Tricky is the best trainer wow. in Australia. Wow, Fantastic. Yeah, well, because when
0: we unfortunately didn't actually get to film the clip in a real wrestling ring um, because I tried to get PCW on board to, you know, lend us the ring and maybe actually even have Tricky um, and another wrestler actually have a match and then we would kind of come in and the storyline – you know, for the video clip would have been um, us kind of getting involved in the match and, and yeah. them kind of doing moves on us versus us doing moves on them because we don't know what the hell we're doing and making it look, you know, as as good as possible. But unfortunately, um, it was just too expensive. We just we yeah. couldn't afford the – the space because it was yeah, yeah. really expensive and so what we ended up doing me and my dad actually built a wrestling ring <laughs> yeah um and but you couldn't bump on it like it no, was no, no. it was just it was wood yeah yeah you know no give in it whatsoever so we couldn't bump we couldn't even run the ropes because the ropes were literally just actual ropes yeah, yeah and these metal poles that we made to put the things i got my mother-in-law to to make the um the turnbuckles. Oh my god! She stitched them up, and so if you watch the clip, it looks like a ring. Yeah, but you've actually tried to just do any just real touch wrestling, it. <laughs> just don't touch it. It would fall apart.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: but I just, I just had to put it out there because we'd written the song, and um, I'd spent like you know, a crazy amount of money on actually buying the original because uh, the character that I was playing was Dude Love because, as I said, Mick Foley is my favorite thing. And so I spent like, you know, $100 on the, on the actual Dude Love shirt from the, from the 90s, found one amazingly, and um, put the video clip out there. And I actually got to show Mick the video clip
1: yeah, oh, no way. Just
0: like 30 seconds of it. Because you know, he came out a few years ago for House of Hardcore. Yeah. Like last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I'm waiting in line to meet my idol and I'm dressed as Dude Love. I've got my iPad rigged up to show him. He signs it. And I'd already met him once before for the comedy tour. I went to that. Yeah. And I and he that gave was us, brilliant. It was amazing. And he gave us all this time because there was, wasn't as many people there to waiting. No, for him. No. But this night there was so many people and I'm like, oh, I feel bad because I don't want to take up too much time. But at the same time, I want to show him this clip. So yeah. I showed it to him and he had this big smile on his face. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he he,
0: he was really, he was so cool. So it was a great oh, interaction. Mick,
1: Mick's actually quite cool, man. When, yeah. when Have we you went met up and got an autograph after the comedy thing. Yeah. Because I, I, cause he has this bit where, okay, yell out, ask me a question, but you have to yell it out, right? Mm. And I wanted to yell out, you know, what was the greatest rip that Owen Hart ever did. But I thought, no, that that might be a taboo.
0: Oh, because he was a real joker backstage, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. And
1: so I thought that might be a yeah. um, subject. Anyway, we got in line and I thought, stuff it. Let's, and I sit down but just quickly we had the photo yeah and I How's Owen hearts, greatest group yeah and he goes he goes to be honest there's too many there's too many <laughs> there's too many and he goes I can't even name one really he goes I, if I do one I have to do all yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh, is that good?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> right, thank you, Mick. Thank you. Yeah. No, worries. no worries, mate. Yeah.
0: Who, who's the Aussie equivalent? Who's the like the absolute joke maker in the in the um, backstage area in Australia? Who do you think? Um, or even just any funny things that have happened backstage.
1: Ah, oh, I I've had a couple of funny backstage. Stories, yeah, um, involving tricky. Involving oh yeah, tricky. Yeah, so I had um, this is back in my drinking days. Mm. I had um, had a huge night before, and I was wrecked, and I was wrecked the next day. We had to show up at Geelong, right? So I slept most of the way, and you know, I got to the venue. Anyway, got to the venue. Tricky, Tricky found out that I had a hard night. Ah. Tricky thought it'd be a great idea just to beat the shit out of me the whole time. <laughs> 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 like I would nearly go to sleep, and all of a sudden I feel these punches coming through. It's, <laughs> Tricky, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to wake you up, trying to get you going for wrestling and stuff, and he's beating the living daylights out of me. Yeah. Leave me alone, dude. You know, (laughs) like, oh. Um, Yeah, no, we've had um, even even when Mario was around, Mm. he used to have a, uh, what was it? Uh, You know, those find-a-word books? Oh, yeah. He used to do them backstage. What? Find a word, right? Yeah. He used to go into the corner, find a word. Yeah. So one of the boys decided to take off and find a word when he was in the ring. (laughs) Where is it? I want to know where it is. Where is it? And he was was like, he was like so like, I want to know where it is now, 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 now. Yeah. And so he produced it. And it was like, this relief has come off his face like- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, I haven't lost it, you know. Like, um the only good rib that I I I remember perfectly. wrestlers mm. love to mess with the sound guys and the the so like is that right? Pe- the people that you know in front of house. Some guy had recorded on his phone. The sound of a hair clipper. Oh. Like, zzz. You know that, where it sounds like it's cutting hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah, yeah, like zzz, Yeah. Right? So, anyway, one of the, this was like before we got the regular sound check people. Yeah. Because some of the sound check people were fans. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I get to meet, you know, and so they would come backstage and oh when, when do I play your music and you know mm. one of the boys got the thing the phone mm. and did the whole zzz. <laughs> <laughs> and the person lost it Really? Going, oh my god you cut my hair oh my god no 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 and, and we're all sitting there going oh give us a look give us a look and we're all playing one with it going <gasps> Oh, that's bad. That's really bad, right? He thought we had he had actually cut his cut hair. hair, and it's just your phone, and, and it's just a phone, yeah. Because right? the the oh Jackass did god, that guy oh did this, didn't they? And he's gone. Where's the clippers? With Where? yeah. And at this point, he didn't even look down to see if there was any hair. He was <laughs> he like was a chuck head cut off. Like, <laughs> oh my god, what I do? I only just got this haircut two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And Anyway, he goes into the toilet area, mm. comes out. You guys are a bunch of mongrels. Anyway. <laughs> Get stuffed just and all stuffed this. In. And yeah, yeah. Has a hissy fit and then walks out. And yeah, yeah. We're all just sitting there in tears going, oh, my God, that couldn't have gone any better, <laughs> you know. Like. So there's been, yeah, there's been some funny stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. But, maybe. like, yes. Is is I think people's timing sometimes is a little bit wrong when they put these ribs out. But it's it's like just before you walk out, mm. they're like, Duh-duh. "Oh shit, I can't go out now." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, it's you, you Do time. you get some characters, yeah. But m- most of the funny stuff is more the bantering, right? You, you banter. And you're just it's so funny, and the in jokes it's and everything just, on the like, road. You just sit there, you just, you're just bantering over nothing. Yeah, but yeah. you, but you're laughing at the same time. Like, yeah, well, it's that it, real
0: brotherhood mentality. Yeah, you know, like, you're going through it together, and
1: you got to think, all right, we we haven't got it as as bad. Like not bad, but we're not around each other like WWE people are. Sure, like WWE around each other three hundred days a year, right? What we're every weekend, yeah. But you got the training to go with it, drone away. So That's you're it. you're nearly around each other each each night, yeah. So you're around people that you have, like you got to get along with, that you work with, that you mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes you all get a bit edgy with each other and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Some people let loose, as in, oh, what do you think about that? Oh, that was crap. Yeah, and you're like, holy. J- Dude, <laughs> okay. Um, others are like, How was that? Uh, could have been better, you know. Yeah, sugarcoat her a little bit, depending better. on the deliverance and, yeah. and stuff. But it's, it's, it, it's, but the greatest thing is, you all know you're there for one reason, yeah, and that's make a great show, yeah. And you might not like half of the guys backstage, mm. and you might not. Risk, like respect their lifestyles or what, whatever. Whatever, know, whatever it is, yeah. But that's that's in any type of job, yeah. Really, but you know that person's gonna look after you when you're out there, yeah. And that's the respect thing, yeah, that I love about wrestling, mm. the brotherhood of it. And mm. it's like if one of us goes down, we all go down. If one of mm. us, you know, like if if one of us has had a hard week. You know, we're all there for that person or, you know, yeah. like there's been times where my name's been thrown in the media and stuff because of my job. Sure. And the wrestling fraternity has just backed me and gone, don't worry about it, man, we're here for you. If you need anything, you know. It's a cool thing. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I was actually going to ask you about your, your regular gig. Um, yeah. You do a thing called Dwarf My Party. Dwarf My
1: Party. Yeah, it's tell ba- me about that. It's basically what it is, mate. It's... Um, is an acting agency slash party agency where you can hire a little guy yeah. for your bucks, your hands, your birthday parties, your your functions and sure. stuff, right? Yeah. So imagine the, the greatest things we do is imagine your birthday party, right? Yeah. And the point of a birthday party is everybody's going to let loose. Yes. But before your guests come, they don't know what the party's going to be like. They're sure. just like, oh, my God, is this going to be any good or is it going to be, you know... Shit Yeah So We offered the client We say Imagine Two little security guards At the front of your house Or venue Yeah You give us a list Of who we can give Shit to <laughs> And we just give them shit Give them shit Right Yeah yeah And they're like Yeah that's it You know And normally it's mostly Family members and stuff So they go We have the three optional yeah. Right Yeah So we say, look, one star we won't touch, two stars we kind of go, three stars, everything's off the table. Yeah. And so they'll go, hey, they look at us and they, as they're coming in, they're looking at us with a smile and we're going, yep, we're going to bust your chop, brother. And it's like, hi, we're here for such and such, buddy. That's great. Tell someone who cares. What's your name? (laughs) And they're like, they're looking at you like, holy shit, these guys are real. You know, like real security. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where, you know, such and such. Okay. Oh, mate. You got got three stars on, you know. What does that mean? There's three options of getting in, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. What's the options? First option is Incy Wincy Spider. You got to do the song and dance (laughs) before you get in. Yeah. And they're looking at you like, are you? Kidding me. No, don't know. What's the second option? Second option is the Macarena. And they look at you again like, is someone playing with me? Like, is this a is joke? This, is this you for know? real? Yeah. And you're like, mate, I'm just trying to do my job, right? Come just, on, man. Come just, on. Yeah. And they go, what's the third option? You don't want the third option. And they go, no, 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 what's the third option? And I'll produce a baseball bat. Huh. And I'll go, I kneecap the shit out of you. <laughs> and you can drag your ass into the bloody party. <laughs> and then, so you push them back to the first two options. Yes. So they have to do the first two options anyway. Exactly, yeah. So, and if they got a partner there, they're arguing with the partner. going, well, I don't know Incy Wincy's. Well, I don't know the Macarena. macarena. <laughs> you know? And they argue. And then they finally do one. And then they go in. Yeah. Right? And inside you guys are just, this we're is just perfect, we we're got them. Yeah. There was one party particular. We were told we don't care, let loose on everybody. Yeah. And I said, mate, for me to let loose on everybody, you might be hated. Yeah. And he goes, No, that's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Alright. I said I'm just warning you. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh my god. So the neighbours come, and we're like, "Oh, who are you? Oh, we're well, the neighbours with us." Oh, all right, cool, yeah. No, the birthday boys told us about you. Oh, really? What has he said? Yeah, I don't know if we can repeat what he said. <laughs> and they're looking at you like, "What?" And it's well, well you could tell us. like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I said, "Okay." Well, the only reason he invited you was because uh, so they could park cars at the front of your house. Yeah, they, Normally they wouldn't invite you to something like this. <laughs> they really? Like that, really? Yeah. yeah. You kind of said you guys are like the old farts of the, the street, you know? And they're getting really revved up like, what? You yeah, know yeah, like, going all red. The funniest thing is when they go to the birthday boy... And they have this conversation he's never had before. Yeah. And he's yeah. looking at us going, What did you? Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> Give yeah. The thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up, no worries, right? <laughs> so
1: this party was going well. Mm. And we were just giving it to people as, as they were coming in. Yeah. There was this set of couple. My God, it couldn't have gone any better. Yeah. Two guys walk in and they're like, Hey, we're such and such. Yep, yep. Um, our wives are still coming. Okay, what's your wife's name? Jenny. Ah, uh, cool. And what's the other one? Jenny. Well, and they're like, oh, both of our wives are named Jenny. Hmm. Okay, cool. Ah, oh, that's pretty awesome, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it. We love it. Uh, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> we went a bit. Turn to my offside. We have to go off at these Jenny Jennies. You know. <laughs> yeah. And he goes. Yeah. He goes. What are you thinking? And I said, look, just work with me. Just trust me. Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Jenny and Jenny come.
0: Yeah.
1: I oh, wear Jenny and Oh, your husbands absolutely praised you before they came in. Yeah. Oh, they're so good, aren't they? You know, yeah. They're so nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were praising, like, how good it is that you two have the same name. Yeah. Really? Because they don't talk about it. No, no, they told us it was great They felt so good Especially after your extra activities And they're like What extra activities? And I'm like, well They told us about the swinging stuff How, how you all swap wives <laughs> Yeah, yeah And they don't feel like they're cheating Because you all got the same name <laughs> and, <stuff. laughs> and they're looking at me like What? What? <laughs> They told you we were swingers. How <laughs> dare, dare they? <laughs> blah blah blah. All you see, these wives have made a V line to the husbands. Yeah. Drop the car keys in their hand, as in you're driving home tonight now. Yeah. And going off to get a drink. Right. Right. The husbands are standing there like stunned mullets, going, "What the hell?" And we're just waving at them going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the wives come back and they're like, you could see them pointing their finger at the husband's faces, and go, how dare you tell these people that we were swingers and that. Yeah. And they're looking like stud mullets, like, we didn't even say even half of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. We just said hello and walked in. <laughs> Don't you dare lie to us. And that was more on goal. And, yeah, and yeah. we were just like. Yeah You've done your job there. And man. then those boys, they didn't talk to us for the rest of the night. <laughs> Nor would they. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like I was like, How are you going boys? Don't, yeah. talk don't talk to no, me. no worries. See you later. Fantastic. And it was so funny. But by the end, we, we turned to the girls and we said You know we were full of shit before. Yeah. And they were like, What? Yeah. And we we're like, we're full of shit before. Yeah. They never said anything like that. And they were like Oh my god! We are so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you always reveal that, or sometimes you just leave it in the no,
1: air? No, sometimes you just leave it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: just go look. We were high to stitch on everyone the person, up. Yeah. If the person's been an absolute toss nut towards you, yeah, you go. Nah, I'm leaving this. Yeah. But if you if you if the person's just like full freaking the hell, out and shit, mm, yeah, bro, you go. Ah, I'm just messing with, messing you, with and you, stuff. Oh, there you go. But most people know that you're messing with them. It's yeah, just, yeah. Some some people take thing life just too seriously. That's it. And they're like, really? Well, oh well, yeah. And you could you could tell them anything. Yeah. And they take it for real. Like, really? What? Hey, oh, you know? Yeah. They really said that. Yeah. They told what, I made love to a whale? How <laughs> dare they, you know? Like, yeah, they really told me that you made love to a whale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've never made love to a whale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, great
1: stuff, Blake. It's Fantastic. just, yeah, it's like.
0: Yeah. So you were also saying before that you actually got to um, do an appearance at the Logies.
1: Yeah, the last Logies in Melbourne. Yeah, right. Tell me about them, that. moved them to uh, Gold Coast. Mm. I was, yeah, we had done so much. Before then. Yeah. And there's very few things left that we've gone, that we've got to do before we've done the whole of Melbourne. Yeah. We were sitting there going, okay, all we need to do is the Logies, maybe an appearance on Neighbours because that's Melbourne-based. Yeah. And I would love to do an appearance on um, You Can't Ask That, the celebrity um, question show. Right. Um, no, it's not that. What was it? Oh, you can't... Have you been paying attention? Oh, have you been paying attention? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I really want to... Do, yeah. So, we get a call from Kyle and Jackie O show. Yes. And the intern, Pete, um, calls us and goes, look, we really want some in politically correct little guys because we're going to paint you guys silver, Mm -hmm. make you like little logies, you'll be nearly naked on the bloody thing. Yeah. And... You know, calls call big stir. And I said, perfect. Yeah. And he's like, what? I said, perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do and it. And he's like, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I said, "I said, you know, every time I'm in the news, I get more publicity. I said, I don't care. Let's sure, do it. Sure, sure, you know? yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, yep, done. No worries. We'll yeah. book you in, right? Anyway, uh, we, we got to the crown, mm-hmm. went up, got painted. Yeah, only had the littlest shorts on. Yeah, and a pair of shoes, and that was it. That was it. That was it. So I, um, so we did that, and we went down to the red carpet, and we went on the paparazzi thing. Was this is paparazzi, yeah uh, thing, and they were going ape. With the photos, like, oh my god, this is different, you know? Like yeah, click, taking click, photos click, of click. these guys, yeah. Then we did a couple of laps of the actual red carpet, mm. and Carl Stefanovic was re- already on the carpet. Oh. And he was looking at us, like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever, you know? Like, yeah. And then we were getting interviewed by uh, like entertainment. People, sure, you know, like, oh, you know, how do you feel? And all this, feel great, feel naked. Yeah, <laughs> and all this, you know. then we would get back to our podium, and we were the second podium on red carpet. So, right. there was when the chicks do their, you know, what dress are you what wearing? wearing and they do the and- whole 12 BS, sure. And the guys are like, who are you dressed? Oh, I just got tux, mate, you know, like, yeah, whatever. What can I do? Yeah, so they come and they see us. Oh my god! So we got to meet like ha- Hamish and Andy, and we yeah. got to meet Jessica Melboy. We got to meet Daddy Minow. We got to meet really the who's of who, like the Scott Cams and the, yeah, everyone, you know. And I had joke with with um, Hamish because the paint that we had mm. comes off, mm. and I said Hamish, I said, "Are you presenting tonight?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I said, How funny would it be? Just hear me out. If I hug you, because I'm up to your crutch area <laughs> If I give you a hug yeah. and it comes off on your trousers. Yes. And you walk and it looks like you know and he actually go, Oh my god, that's actually quite funny. Yeah. He goes, but the wife would kill me if I got anything on this. Oh really? And I said, Oh what a shame, what a shame. He goes I would have done it, though. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, imagine that. That How would have been funny pretty funny. Would that have been? Yeah, yeah. And so there was some, uh, even Patton Newton. We're going to meet Patton Newton. Yeah. She's gorgeous woman. Absolutely good. The funniest one was Johnny Young. Yeah, right. Johnny Young was half cut. <laughs> and it was like he- This was on the red carpet. He was on already red carpet. Already half cut. He was like the last guy. Yeah. All right. And he's just rocking up with his wife and he's 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 like he's he's on the show again and he's he's just wobbling his head like he used to. And, sure. You know, he's like, Hey guys, how are you doing? Yeah. Are you having a great old time tonight? <laughs> yes, Johnny, we are. Didn't want to be interviewed by anyone, like was like, nah, I just wanna to talk to these boys. Yeah, right. right? It's great that you guys could come out and do stuff like this and mm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, Johnny. He goes, i got to have a photo with you guys. Can we have a photo? And we have a photo. And then he's sitting there and he's like, now I'm off to get a free meal and have a lot of drink. <laughs> and I said, you've been drinking already, haven't you, Johnny? He goes, Yes, I have. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> and then he walks off. Yeah. And then we went up, back up to the room. Sure. And we had finished. But we weren't going to the actual Logies. Yes. We only did the red carpet. Just booked for the carpet. Leave. Yeah. So we had to get this stuff off. And they brought 10 bags of shampoo mm. because shampoo was the only way to get this stuff off. Mm-hmm. So we used like all this bloody shampoo. Oh yeah! Finally got this shit off. Yeah. Was going back down, and as we were coming back down, Kyle Stefanovic got into the lift. Yes. And he goes, "Oh, you boys did really well. Hey, yeah, yeah. wanted to interview you, but we couldn't. We weren't allowed." Huh. And I said, "Why not? Because you, you you had an associate with Kyle and Jackie O and we we can't have anything to do." The Carl and Jackie O show. And I said, oh, fair enough. You know, cross promotions, that's not good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, you owe us now, Carl, because you couldn't interview us. Mm. He was like, okay, what do I owe you? I said, I know this first one you can't do, but I'm going to ask it. I said, I need you to to get tanked again and go on live television. (laughs) Yes, I'm never allowed to do that ever again. Um, I understand why I saw it. It was bad. And yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. How bad was I? And I was pretty. Yes, what's the second one? Yeah. Now, I love the way Carl questions politics and politicians. Right. He doesn't hold back. Sure. And I said, I said, you absolutely gave it to Abbott about a couple of months ago. Mm. He goes, yeah, don't like him. Mm. Don't like him. I said, next time Turnbull's on, (laughs) absolutely give it to him. He goes, oh, yeah, no, that's that's on the agenda. Right. I think it was like a month later, Turnbull was on. Yeah. And Carl gave it to him, like, no tomorrow. (laughs) And (laughs) and I'm just like, yes, Carl, you go. You go, buddy. And, uh, yeah, so it was a good night. But the funny thing was, two, two, three hours later. Yeah. All on Twitter, all mm. oh, controversy at the bloody logies. People have hired out dwarfs and painted them up to be logies, and yeah. how how this breaks traditions and you know all this. Oh. And they they originally thought the Footy Show had hired us, right? Because we had photos with. Um, uh, Crawford and a couple of the panellists. Right. And they were like, oh, you know, footy show's to too those far guys. again and whatnot. And then Nicole and Jackie Osho goes, no, no, it was us. Yeah. We were the ones that did it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it was so funny. How, you know, how dare they hire out, you know. And then you get the, the people who aren't politically correct going, well, why can't they get hired? Why yeah. can't they do the job, you know. Blah, What's blah. the problem? And so there was this huge... Bit of a tiff on the, the Twitter. Mm. We didn't answer any of it because nah. we were like, no matter what we say, we're wrong. You know, yeah, you, you yeah, more fuel like. to
0: the fire. But really. we
1: were like, yeah, the publicity is pretty good, you know. Mm. And then we get these messages, are you the guys from the Logies? Yeah. Mm. Oh, we would like to hire you for, you know. Like, nice. So you got a bit stuff. of work out of it? Yeah. That's nice. So we got a fair bit of work out of it yeah. afterwards because they were like, well, you guys have like balls to do what you do. Yeah. Obviously, you don't care about politically correctness and that. Yeah man. So we, we, we want to hire you out. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. What do you want? <laughs> we yeah. want you we want you to uh go do this. Yeah. Is the media gonna be watching? Yep. Yeah we'll do it. All we'll right. do it. More cool So yeah, that's that's basically my job. Um just to entertain and yeah. carry on and make people laugh obviously. Um,
0: and so you go back to the wrestling when you can?
1: Yeah, I basically yeah, it's like. Because
0: you're working on a new persona I, it, it, at the moment, it's, or it's,
1: it's slowly getting harder now because works become more frequent. Uh, okay, but nothing nothing compares to a live wrestling crowd. Yeah, and you always miss it. Yeah, and I'm like I'm dying to get back now. Yeah, like um. Because did you ever get to go overseas or, or nah, nationally? Mate, nah, no, I was because I had um, my son. Yes. Uh, I felt it was a selfish move. Yep. To just drop everything and go overseas. Sure. Plus, my thinking was, I would have had to restart. Right. As in, like I've already got a fan base in Melbourne. Yeah. And it was pre- it's pretty good fan base. Nice. I would have to go somewhere new and restart and redo everything all over again. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think, and look, guys, ever America in an in a, in a independent circuit. Yeah. At that time, especially back in between 2004 and 2008, yes, they weren't really getting booked. Right. Okay. You know, so
0: financially, you're like, well, I can be do, doing better in my hometown. Why would I, you know, uproot yeah. everything and go well, overseas? It's
1: like back in the day, Jerry Lawler. He only did Memphis. Mm. He only did the Memphis territory. Yes. And people go, he was an idiot. He should have done everybody. Mm. But he was making five, six grand a week. Yeah, they loved him. Because they loved him. Mm. And so he's thinking, was, well, why move if I'm making five, six? And this is back in the 70s. Yeah. So five, six grand mm. back in the 70s is like a million bucks back then. Yeah, man. If it's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's always been my same thing. Like, yeah. It's not broken. Yeah. Well, we're not going to fix it. There you go. You
0: know, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being a guest on the Art of Touring. Before we do wrap up, um, is there a way for people to get a hold of you and book you for uh, a party or anything? Is it, uh, the yeah, Dwarf man. My Party, is at a website um, or
1: I've got I've got the dwarfmyparty.com My Party dot com website. Yeah. Obviously, if you can't get attached to us on there. We've got the Facebook page, the mm-hmm. Dwarf My Party Facebook page. Yeah. There's a lot of photos. There's a lot more photos and stuff on the uh, Facebook page, more recent stuff that we've done sure. and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, a Mr. Big fan page, there is a Mr. Big fan page out there. Yeah. Um, Facebook.com slash wrestler Mr. Big. Yes. Um, so if you... Uh, want to get attached or want to ask me something or uh, feel that you need me for something, that's obviously the way to contact go, you. Go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's it, man. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. No, dude. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, I it's do, been great. I do appreciate stuff like this because, yeah. like I said to you before this, you never know when this is all going to end. Yeah. And I'd rather take the opportunity... For people to get to know me before I, it all ends yeah man you know, so they can sit there and go you know it's a little um, time capsule yeah 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 so they can sit there and go you know what I, I might not have seen mr big you know regularly but i know who he was so That's a stuff cool like thing. this helps so yeah i really do appreciate it man
0: you are more than welcome my friend we will look out for you um hopefully in the ring again soon and if not Hey, you never know. You might be booked in the Logies again, brother. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. We'll see you soon. Ciao. Thank you so much.
0: And that's a wrap, Sizzlers, episode 48, all done. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, give the podcast a share, why don't you? On the, on the Facebooks, the, the Instagrams, the Snapchats, the MySpace, if that's still a thing, just share it around. Go out into the street and go, hey, have you heard the Art of Touring podcast with a Sizz Dog? And people will be like, no. And then you'll be all like, well, you should check it out. It's rad. Use the hashtag Art of Touring podcast on Instagram and give us a follow. At Art of Touring Podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please email me directly at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. If you're a touring muso, a performer, or as we proved tonight, a wrestler, hit me up or send me a message on Instagram at Art of Touring Podcast. Slide into the old DMs. If you can listen, if you can, you can. You can listen to it, Art of touring on Wooshka, and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed the episode, take a moment to use uh, your fingers on the phone, write a review on the podcast. Uh, you know, say stuff like, you know, best review, best, 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 just best podcast ever all right and come back with me next week on a tuesday for another episode all right let's get into some plugs The theme music for The Art of Touring is a song called Start a Fire by The Passouts, which is available to stream on Spotify or download on iTunes, and you can grab the whole debut album by The Passouts on all digital platforms. And if you'd like to grab a physical copy on either CD or vinyl, just go to our Bandcamp page, which is thepassoutsband.bandcamp.com, where you can get our merchandise, including T-shirts, stickers, posters, and skateboards. No plugs uh, for live performances this week because I don't have any gigs coming up, but... Next week, I'm sure I'll, I will have booked something, so I'll tell you all about it then. That's all from me this week. Before I go, though, I do have a few shout-outs. Shout-outs to my friend, my colleague, my mate. I wish I knew him in person, but I don't. Chris Wall, you designed the artwork for the show. You're a good bloke. I love you to bits. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Blake Johnston, Mr. Big. Be sure to check out Blake's party business, DwarfMyParty.com, and Facebook page, and also his professional wrestling uh, Facebook page, which is at Facebook.com backslash Wrestler Mr. Big. And that's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for The Art of Touring with the Sizz Dog. ow, ow, ow. And remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by The ballroom. Let's go there right now and check out that
1: awesome mug.